From our studios in North Florida, it's in black and white. And now your host, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, patriots of all ages, welcome to In Black and Right, the new definition of color commentary. And man, have we got a lot again loaded today for you as we are at the end of the week. And, well, you know what time it is. It's time for WTF Friday! Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we come to an end of another crazy, psychotic week of adventures in podcasting. Oh my goodness, I don't, I was looking at my show prep for today and my my stack of stuff, and I just wanted to go, oh my gosh, I don't even know where to begin, but it's okay. Because with a little help last night from President Trump, who did get his mugshot, which was absolutely drove the left into just salivating into a sort of a psychotic giddiness. Oh, yeah, we're getting it. They wanted Trump's mugshot more than they wanted to breathe air. I mean, this is how thoroughly twisted these people are, but okay, it's out. It's out, okay? You got what you wanted, but I think Trump is getting what he wanted too. I mean, this has really been Trump's week, for sure. I mean, just last night, the, uh, I mean, my goodness, Trump is back. Trump is absolutely back back with a vengeance because my goodness his mugshot got oh my gosh his campaign put it on there and oh my gosh I mean I've got it on in blackandright.net but holy cow I'm looking at this and I'm like dang this man I mean I'm looking at his I'm looking at his eyes mostly because his eyes I mean they say the eyes are the windows of the soul well what I'm seeing is a man who is pissed I'm like oh my goodness he is angry he is focused I mean like you look at the eyes and it's like, yee, you know, it, like it can burn through metal. <laughs> I mean, it's that intense. So, yeah, there's that. And it's already gotten at least uh, by about at the time uh, the show is being recorded. 150 million views. 150 million. I'm just, and that's less than 24 hours. Heck, it's less than 18 hours since he was, uh, well, yeah, it's about 18 hours, I should say. I'm going by Eastern time. But yeah, 18 hours, you know, go boom. There's his mugshot, and it's like, dang. 
uh, I would not under any circumstances want to mess with that man oh no because he is focused and he did nothing wrong but yet I still think about the Tucker interview of course where I mean I don't, I don't understand Donald Trump is just breaking the internet everywhere I mean I mean I just got an I heard an updated uh, report about the interview with Trump and Tucker Carlson it's now up to 250 million not thousand million views a quarter of a billion people have watched it I'm like holy cow this thing is global you can't get 250 million I mean as you know we've got the population but not like that there this is going worldwide and I'm thinking man and I couldn't help but think about Steve Bannon uh, on the war room the last few days talking about the fate of certain individuals and it's only been a handful I mean a little less than a handful frankly uh, whose fate is linked to the destiny of this country I did mention it a little bit earlier this week but it's now getting to that point where if you're fair-minded and not suffering from Trump derangement syndrome and a full-blown psycho who hates the country you're, you're starting to see something because yes we had George Washington the father of our country and as much as he went through fighting the British for the independence of the United States which could have gone sour so many times I can't even begin the count but we made it and that was by divine providence whether you believe it or not like it or not it just is you're just gonna have to deal then of course we go to Abraham Lincoln and the days of the Civil War and yes he was not exactly the most liked guy he was very divisive in his own way same thing with Washington I mean keep in mind we had less than a third of the colonists at that time who wanted to break away from British tyranny and I thought man and now of course now we get to we get to Lincoln and the Civil War and a lot of the things that he did were considered very divisive in their day but the country did come together afterwards okay so Lincoln got reelected 1864 the Civil War ended a year later in 65 and not long after that came the assassination but at least he was getting the process started as far as reconciliation uh, in heading into the reconstruction period but oh my and now I'm beginning to really believe that President Trump and his fate is inexorably linked 
to our country because we are seeing, I mean, very banana republic style tactics. The going after a political opponent, it is full blown uh, election interference. I mean, big time. I mean, you have to be either com a completely, well, clueless, or you have to be a part of the problem to, real to realize or not realize that. All depends. However, the fact that you have Trump's mugshot with 150 million views, and we haven't even gone into the weekend. I mean, who knows what'll, what the count will be like come Monday. Next Monday, you know, you've got the Trump interview with Tucker Carlson. You've got the view of his mugshot. This thing could be pushing half a billion by the end of the weekend. I couldn't easily see that. And I'm just going, man, oh, man, oh, man. Huh. But this is going to be... But some of the things that interested me was I was watching the coverage uh, throughout the day. Uh, I thought, man, this one guy, black guy, big old black guy, who was wearing a t-shirt, white t-shirt, uh, a little... Uh, it was a little... T <laughs> You ha they had to block out part of his shirt because it wasn't exactly what you would call hmm, uniting because it was, it was really the N-word for Trump. And he, I mean, he looked like, what, in his 50s maybe? Maybe 60s? But he was out there vigorously supporting Donald Trump. Now, this is... This fascinated me as a fellow black American. It's like, why are the black men coming out in favor of Trump, but black women will still want to stay on the Democrat plantation and still vote Democrat in spite of what they've done to black America for the last 60 dang years? The destruction of the nuclear family. The dads ain't around. You've got young black men acting like they've been raised by animals. Going out there and committing all kinds of crime. Oh yeah, that's the thing that, you know, people don't want to talk about that. I said, why? I mean, I can see some of this footage and there's a whole lot of silly black young men criminal thugs and people like they're like oh you can't say that i said yes i can yes i did what are you gonna do about it because i will tell the truth i will say the things that other people won't say and especially to my wonderful friends in the evangelical community i'm gonna mess y'all up okay it just just deal with it you're going to have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable sorry but hey i'm not the one you you guys are not the one i answer to that would be a man named jesus i answer to him because without him i don't have squat anyway okay 
I mean, I'm very straightforward, very raw in just declaring it outright because, I mean, I'm not special. I, I'm not rich. I'm not famous. I'm not things like that, but Jesus is rich. Jesus is famous. And when the day comes and I leave my microphone behind, I'm just like, okay, you know, I'll, if he's got a network up there, you know, I'd love to work for him. I really would. Because we don't have time to play games. And this is directed especially to my evangelical friends. We don't have time for this. We don't. We don't have time to play games. Because as Trump goes, so goes the Republic. Now, that is not hyperbole. It's not. And if you actually think it through a little bit and use a little brain power, you would probably see some of what I'm saying is right even though you might not like it. You might disagree with it even. But I can't worry about that. But we got a job to do. If Trump goes down, I mean, even Tucker Carlson, uh, Dan Bongino, two guys I think are fantastic, but even they are starting to talk about if this lawfare doesn't succeed and there's a whole lot of reasons why it shouldn't could assassination be next on the list that's serious stuff and i don't think trump wants to really think about it like that but i'm afraid as much as he might not want to he may have no choice but he has to think about it because it is it's always a possibility with any president. Always. That's why you have the Secret Service. But these days, because it's Trump and people with TDS, Trump Derangement Syndrome, believe in their messed up minds that he must be stopped. He must be stopped at all cost. And some people are just wackadoodle enough to try it, to try to kill President Trump before he can get back into office. And that is a very scary thing. It's very scary because we know we've got a weaponized FBI. We have a weaponized Department of Injustice. We've got weaponized everything. Okay, Homeland Security, the IRS. Oh my gosh. But we, we know this. And these people in this administration or this regime are going to do everything within their power to try to shut up the common folk. That's me. That's you. Maybe, you know, family members and whatnot. Your pastor or whatever. That somehow in their sick minds... They're telling us through their actions that you need to stop. You stop questioning elections. This is essentially what it is. This is 
at least in the Georgia case, it's, it's First Amendment and having the right to have legal representation. I mean, my goodness, Sidney Powell, Rudy Giuliani, Jenna Ellis, John Eastman, all, all of Trump's attorneys were indicted in this under the Georgia RICO statute. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I got something today that's an absolute freaking must read. And I just got it a little bit before I went on air. Now, the Gateway Pundit, who have been on a roll lately, especially when it came to election fraud in Michigan for the 2020 election, ooh, they've been on fire. And they're still going. But this one, oh my lord, it's a must read. I mean, must read in bold letters. The in, and the headline goes like this. The entire Trump investigation by Fannie Willis started after Raffensperger, Brad Raffensperger, the Secretary of State of Georgia, one of his aides named Jordan Fuchs, I'm, I'm, ugh, I probably ruined that, but still. This aide to Raffensperger lied about the president's phone call to the Washington Compost. To the far left WAPO then deleted the recording but it was later discovered in her trash folder oops too cute by half sweetie sorry but you got busted <laughs> I'm like holy cow and yes I will be putting this up on um, on in blackandright.net but and I put a link to it also on some of our social media uh, True Social, Getter, uh, Twitter, or the platform formerly known as Twitter. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, and, and I will put it out there on all of our others as well. But I gotta catch, I just gotta show you this. You know, at least read you part of this and why all of a sudden they get this to Trump's attorneys. This thing in Georgia could go kaboom big time now starting at the beginning here uh, in late December 2020 President Trump made a phone call to Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger asking him to look at some of the items that were uncovered by his auditor there was plenty of evidence for a competent auditor or any man of integrity to know that the election was uncertifiable. Hmm, okay, we move on. Um, Secretary of State Raffensperger's office secretly recorded the phone call with President Trump, then lied about it to the far left Washington Post. Well now, that's intriguing, but we move on. After they were caught lying, oh wait, sorry, yes, Raffensperger's office later ran to the Washington Post and leaked a fraudulent transcript of the call. After they were caught lying to the American public, the Washington Post outed Jordan Fuchs as their anonymous source for their garbage hit piece. Now, Fuchs provided the WAPO with a fraudulent Trump quote that the paper ran 
in an anti-Trump hit piece on January 9th. They planned this to do the most damage to President Trump before the sham impeachment trial in the U.S. Senate. Oh, Georgia chairman of the Republican Party, David Schaefer, later revealed that Raffensperger and Fuchs lied to the Washington Post about Trump demanding that they find the fraud. Then, after the leaked, their leaked version of the story to the Washington Post, they deleted the audio of the call. Okay. Right there. Right there. Just less than 24 hours after President Trump got processed at the Fulton County Jail, here comes this story. Now, the audio file of this deleted call was found in this Jordan Fuchs' trash folder in the computer. They found the original. Oh, my gosh. That right there should be more than enough to throw in Fannie Willis's face saying, hey, the phone call that Trump made to Raffensperger, they've got the original. All of it. <laughs> oh my gosh. I hope to God they've got the original to his lawyers. Because I'll tell you what, man. That story right there. And they're bringing the receipts. This isn't just some uh, psycho conspiracy theory. No, no, no. This is independent media and the power of independent media because you will not find this story anywhere or at least, you know, not in the mainstream. Absolutely not. And Gateway Pundit brought the receipts. God bless the Hoft brothers because they are getting into stuff that absolutely oh mama they will not you'll, you'll never hear this i promise you you will never hear this story abc cbs nbc cnn fox even probably mslsd or anywhere else that is a i mean oh my gosh this could be a blockbuster and bust the case wide open you know, against Fannie Willis. Because I'll tell you, she lied, this young woman who was the aide de Raffensperger thought she was cute. She lied. She absolutely lied to the Washington Post. And the Washington Post found out when it was a lie that this young woman got busted. You know, she was outed as the source. I'm like, oh man, you know it's got to be bad when a when a newspaper like the Washington Post exposes an anonymous source. You you really have to, uh, you really have to wonder. But yeah, so there is that, and man, I uh, I will get this on in blackandright.net this afternoon, and you can take the whole weekend and read it because. The, the Gateway Pundit has been on a roll. 
I mean a real serious role. That's why I love them as one of my news sources because everybody else sucks. Well, me, not everybody else. No, no, no. I have a very specific group of news outlets that I read. I've got, I get notifications from them all the time. Uh, Gateway Pundit, I definitely read every, read every day. Just the News with John Solomon, there's a stud. Five-star investigative, re- investigative reporter, and he's been doing fantastic work. Uh, also, Revolver News, Darren Beatty. And I love some of the stuff they come up with. I mean, it's amazing. Uh, and also, you know, the National Pulse, another one that is one of my newer ones that I read. And I'm like, oh, okay. You know, I love it. And I subscribe to it and all sorts of things. All sorts of things. It's a, it's a mind blower. So, yeah, they don't all suck. But, boy, as far as the mainstream media, they all stink on ice. So we've got that story right on the heels of Trump and his internet-busting mugshot. Oh, my gosh. Now, along the very... Another related story. Along the same lines in Georgia. Now, true the vote, Catherine Engelbrecht and Greg Phillips believe that they do have the goods to prove that Trump was right about the 2020 election in Georgia and Brian Kemp is wrong as well as a douche. This is crazy. Now, uh, I I found this. Uh, Let's see, where is the website? I think it's uncoveredbc.com. It's really... I, it's not it's not something I've heard of before, but this story uh, you might want to go to Citizens Free Press because apparently uh, they have the link to the story that the voter fraud in Georgia is real, in spite of what Raffensperger says, in spite of what Kemp says. I mean, and the fact that. They didn't even bother. <laughs> they didn't even bother to mention the videotape of what happened that night when they were counting and the fake emergency for the water main bust showed up and everybody laughed. And then all of a sudden they went right, some of these people went right to work, took out ballots that were under the table and started counting them into the machines. And Kemp says there's no fraud? That either has to be the stupidest man on the planet or a corrupt Republican who I wouldn't even call a rhino because he's essentially, he's a Democrat in disguise. You know, and as far as, well, we need to stop doing this. It's like, hello, Governor Kemp. Uh, Hello, ever hear of a lady named Stacey Abrams? Hmm? She absolutely screamed about and, and called out all kinds of voter fraud in 2018, the first time y'all went after each other. And, you know, but she can say that the voter, that 
that the election was stolen, but Trump does it, and you want this woman, Fannie Willis, to go, you know, try to throw him in jail. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Governor Kemp, but you are a stooge, a tool, and a douche for that. Absolutely, and I'm not afraid to say it. Now, I'm sure some people are going to be all, yeah, they're going to be offended, but hey, life's rough on everybody. But to have all of this start coming out, uh, True the Vote, uh, the story from Gateway Pundit, coming out now, and they're trying to get the trial started on October 23rd? Hmm... I wonder why the change from March of next year, which would have been just before Super Tuesday, or, and now you're bu bumping it up from two months from now? Ladies and gentlemen, let, if you're not familiar uh, with the legal world, to do a trial like Fannie Willis wants, you know, a Soviet-style show trial with... 17 or 18 other defendants at the same time and you think you're going to get it ready in two months? Seriously? Sorry. That is unrealistic and it's sloppy. Because I'm sure getting a little bit of help from uh, and a little guidance from the Injustice Department in D.C., which is interesting because why is the federal government getting involved in a state case? And now, thank God for Jim Jordan and the House Judiciary Committee who are looking into at least the federal funding of uh, why of, of this case and are they getting uh, any type of uh, advice or direction from uh, Jack Smith or anybody in the Justice Department uh, yeah I mean if you saw the tape that if you saw the video with Newt Gingrich telling Charlie Kirk on his show a few days ago that there was uh, a phone call from DC from a source of his saying hey uh, Fanny, you need to get this indictment done on Monday. But, of course, she tried to tell him, hey, the, the grand jury won't be back until Tuesday to vote on this thing. And then, of course, came the now infamous leak of the, of the indictment on that Monday before the grand jury ever had a chance to vote. And this is why it was on late Monday night that it had that the uh, indictment had been announced instead of Tuesday. So this thing is definitely stinking of coordin and a coordinated legal attack. So I'll just leave it to Jim Jordan. It's like, but I I'm pretty much convinced because the timing of everything. I try to tell people, look at the timing of things. Because if you don't, you're going to miss a lot. And I mean a lot of information. And so, yeah. there we, we got that going. So, phew. 
that is absolutely some of the craziest stuff. Now, of course, we move to the next phase of this nonsense using the 14th Amendment to try to uh, go after Trump and kick him off ballots. Now, this I love. This is from The Federalist. Um, from a couple of lawyers that I've seen before, uh, John Yu and Robert Delahunty. Oh, Delahunty, I'm sorry. Yeah, just uh, interesting. And and I'm going to put a link to this as well on, on the website. But the title of their piece in The Federalist, Why Twisting the 14th Amendment to Get Trump Won't Hold Up in Court. Now, these two attorneys are essentially writing what Alan Dershowitz has said on many a program that you trying to use the 14th Amendment to go after Trump is stupid because the 14th Amendment was specific for the time it was ratified. This was during the middle of the 19th century, right after the Civil War. And frankly, there is no process in place to try to do that today. This novel legal theory and all these legal experts, quote unquote, I'm going, yeah, if you're, no, Dershowitz is right. Now, and, he, and believe me, he is no MAGA. He's no MAGA type. He's, he may not be a fan of Trump, but at least he is one of the few constitutional scholars who's honest. Now, yeah, the left hates him, and they just, like, you know, they cancel him, but, hey, grow, grow up. Now, and he's got the book. He's got the book on this. Get Trump. Alan Dershowitz lays out in that book exactly how these goofy lawyers are going to try and uh, try to take out Trump with uh, lawfare. And somebody, I'm glad somebody is writing that because we've there's been a couple of articles uh, in the Atlantic magazine which is pretty much, you know, a leftist, elite, whatever. So, but now here we have in the Federalist, two t attorneys who take an entirely different point of view. That you're not going to get Trump on the 14th Amendment. Sorry. Um, it's pretty messed up, y'all. It is severely messed up, but it's a great, I think it's a great article. I'm not going to really read it, um, per se, but, um, but I definitely want it. I'm going to try to make it available as much as I can to as many people as possible who essentially want to read some serious truth about these wackadoodle leftist lawyers who are nothing more than trained animals to go after Trump this way. So we've got a lot of that going on as well. 
but uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see what's going on here. Well, well. Okay, here's something that really got that's got me a little ticked off. Now, from the National Pulse, just a little while ago, headline: School district charges parents eighteen thousand dollars for LGBT policy info. I'm like, what the hell? Ugh, just reading, just reading the first part of this story. The Montgomery County School District in Maryland rescinded their opt-out policy for parents who didn't want their children partaking in the district's gender and sexuality curriculum. When Nicole Neely, president of Parents Defending Education, made, made a records request for opt-out records, the district said it would cost $20,000 and won't be available until August, October the 2nd. I'm like, who the hell are these people? You're going to charge parents 20 grand to get these records? And, you're, and they can't get them until the 2nd of October? Who in the Sam hell do these people think they are? This is just absolutely unbelievable. I mean, if you're in a public school district, which Montgomery County is, and you're all of a sudden telling parents that, nope, I'm sorry, you can't pull your kids out of this uh, gender and sexuality curriculum, and then you charge a, you you charge someone making a public records request twenty grand. I'm sorry, Montgomery County School District there in Maryland, you're into extortion. That's effing extortion, dude. Like it or not, twenty thousand dollars, and you're gonna make a wait a month for it. I'm like. No, this is exactly why public education has gone to hell in a handbasket. And what's even crazier, what's even crazier is a story that I didn't get into this week, but there is, there's a school district somewhere, and I'm, I want to try to dig it up and find it, that is absolutely, they want social justice warrior woke teachers. I mean, specifically. And they are, and they're asking a series of questions. Um, ugh. Uh, you know about you know if you're going to be a teacher, uh, you know about social justice and you know how are how do you deal with this situation to try to get a nice woke class with CRT, DEI, gender ideology, alphabet activism. And their curriculum oh my gosh but just another part here <laughs> public record of the story from Montgomery County public records requests in Maryland are governed by the Maryland Public Information Act 
The MPIA dictates government agencies may charge a reasonable fee, quote-unquote, for processing records requests with the goal being neither to make a profit to bear a loss on the cost of providing information to the public. A reasonable fee of 20000 freaking dollars? That's not reasonable. That's extortion. I have never seen any type of public information request, any type of legislation that's that just blatantly no, we're going to charge, we're going to make you pay for it. And you're going to have to wait. And you, and you, 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 no. This is why you have the parents' rights movement growing like a weed in this country. Because if I'm a parent in that school district and I don't want my kids involved, moms and dads, as much as you might not like it, take them out of there. It's like, forget opting out about the policy. Opt out of the damn system. Because these people are absolute, sick, twisted, greedy mofos. Yep, I said it. They are some greedy mofos. To make parents or anybody who wants records. Oh, one last thing on this story. Reading from the story here at the National Pulse. In a further blow to Montgomery County parents, a U.S. District Court judge denied a request to reinstate the school's district's opt-out policy. Parents argued that the Montgomery County School District had violated their rights as parents to guide their child's religious instruction. A U.S. District Court judge told these parents, sorry, you can't opt out. We know, more, we know better than you do. I said, this is absolutely a WTF moment, folks. It's a classic. If ever I've seen one, who in the hell is the, well, I know who the judge is, but it's the school district that really ticks me off telling parents, no, I'm sorry, you're going to have to pay for it. We are in control. We know better how to treat your kids. I probably would have flipped them the bird and took my kid out of school. Who the heck do they think they are? This is why the left is not only just arrogant, they are dangerous. They are demonized. The things they support, and they have allies. In a state like Maryland, it's a, it's a very blue state. It is a very blue state. And they don't care. They don't care that they don't care about parents and moms and this is why public education is real scary i mean we've got schools in full swing here in florida right now we i guess we start a, a bit early than a lot of other states and many other states are going to be starting their school after the labor day weekend but holy cow what the Sam hell is going on here? When the school district says that parents can't opt out their kids, then you get a re you get an, a FOIA request, a Freedom of Information Act request for public records, and say, oh, you have to pay twenty thousand dollars. I'm like, 
I'm sorry, you're off your damn rocker, lady. Or dude, whatever. Ugh. This is why... This is just nuts. Moms and dads, it's time for you before this... If you're in a state that hasn't started school yet, and you have to deal with something like this out in Maryland, say, done, see ya, bye. Let's see how you deal with uh, less students because you will get less money. Because that's usually how most states fund education. X amount of money for the number of students. If you don't have the students, you don't get the money. So yeah, these people need to be taught a serious lesson of why you're not all that and a bag of chips. It's that simple. Ugh, my, 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 my. Ugh, let's see. That, oh, now, <laughs> here we go. Uh, also on our website, in blackandright.net, we have two amazing series. One by Just the News, and, another, and the other by the Gateway Pundit. Now, the other, the Just the News continuing series talks about Joe Biden, the $1 billion loan guarantee to the Ukraine, and the firing of the prosecutor, Victor Shokin, and using a $1 billion loan guarantee as leverage. And apparently, there's a lot more to the story than meets the eye and John Solomon's got the goods he's got the receipts he's put them out there you can download them read them for yourself but memos emails all sorts of information that well Joe Biden um, he, he was pretty hinky there as vice president some of the things he did and to save his kid you know because Burisma asked Hunter Biden, hey, can your dad help us get the uh, the prosecutor Shokin off of our backs? Because he was going after uh, Burisma and some of their uh, and all sorts of corruption. But, oh my goodness, I, I can't really give the I, I can't really do the story justice. All I can really do is encourage you to read it on justthenews.com we have a link on inblackandright.net. Find out what the deal is and why Joe Biden is corrupt as heck and used his position as vice president to pull off all kinds of deals. I mean, not just, of course, we know about China, anybody who is fair-minded. We know about China. We know about the Ukraine. But boy, there's more to meets the eye. I mean, and of course, all the money he got for the Romanians. So I don't know what they're going to do when Congress gets back here in a couple of weeks. But, well, Kevin McCarthy, the ball's in your court. But I don't know what you're going to do. But, hey, I'm, I'm really hoping that you do the right thing. But I'm not holding my breath. Uh, but I definitely wanted to uh, finish out today with a story that I just love. <clears throat> now, 
if you've been paying attention to the news, brand new COVID mandates and other rules and everything is uh, is starting to creep in because of some story that the mainstream media seems to be running that oh we have an up we have an uptick in covid cases blah 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 and we have to do start doing things to stop this it's blah 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 and people are going and and me included and i will lead the charge if need be saying uh man mass mandates and vaccine mandates screw you not gonna happen now of course I love this story because I look at the headline from just the news. I think it was uh, that I found it today. Dr. Robert Malone says new COVID push is just more fear porn compares it to climate hysteria. Now, of course, Dr. Robert Malone, who I've met before on a couple of occasions, neat guy. God bless him. This is the man who invented the mRNA vaccine technology that was used. And he even got injured by his own, vac- by his own vaccine technology. And it's like, oh my gosh. Uh, but the, the sub-headline, Dr. Malone said, no evidence exists to justify bringing back any COVID protocols which he feels were illegal from day one. But the alarms keep on blaring, and so does the provocation of panic, and critics are pushing back on the fear-mongering. You're damn right. Thank you, Dr. Malone. Because all those of us, you know, we're not medical professionals, and we don't know what we're talking about. Well, throw in Dr. Robert Malone, Dr. McCullough, and a whole and the frontline doctors group. Oh, these guys are great. And it's just and now sadly we have dingbats who are buying this nonsense. I mean, there are colleges right now, colleges and universities that are doing vaccine mandates and all that. Rutgers University is a big one there in New Jersey. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, dear God. Oh, dear God. Are we, I mean, even these few stories, but this sort of thing has a tendency with a little help from the lying and lame mainstream media to just grow like a snowball. I mean, this, I mean, we're, we're, there's no Dr. Fauci. He's gone. Francis Collins, gone. CDC has a new director. Walensky's out. Whole new set of characters, and you're going to try to uh, impose the pandemic 2.0? How about hell no? Because people who went through it the last time will absolutely go bonkers if you try it again. We've already been through the lies. I know myself, my own personal story. I was living in Reno, Nevada at the time, uh, trying to get the show up and running. And they shut down pretty much the whole dang city. 
which included pretty which included every resort casino hotel in northern Nevada in Reno and there's a lot of them I've been to I've been to pretty much all of them and restaurants uh, everything it absolutely ruined a lot of people not just because not just hotel and casino workers it also did a number on small business people because they were tired of it I mean used to go to this great little coffee place not that far from where I live and it was absolutely nutty what the government put a, a lovely woman who owned the shop just absolutely just ruined her with fines and closures and everything like that and in spite of legal representation it's like it's just ridiculous absolutely straight up ridiculous and now thank god here we have a guy with major league gravitas as in dr malone just saying it's crap it's fear porn you know and the mainstream media is just going to try to feed in to the hysteria and i definitely will tell you there are a lot of folks who are not going uh to buy it they will pretty much say you're done see ya get this crap out of here and especially people who got injured by the vaccine the first time kids with myocarditis healthy kids uh, plus what's going on with other things that develop nerve damage neurological diseases that were part of it and what it did to babies to pr pregnant women you sick twisted mofos this is the return of the biomedical security state is pretty much done it's you're done you're not bringing this stuff back you're not going to scare us and especially given the fact that we are not too far away from election season oh yeah it's like oh because of this oh we're gonna have to have you know these new protocols and we have to have vote by mail and people can't uh, social distancing i was like been there done that and we're sure as hell ain't doing the sequel we're not i'm not in the mood for it and i'm yeah i'm feisty yeah i'm uh, i'm a little spicy today yeah i am but they've already tried it i mean if they're going to continue and i know blue states will eat this up and run with it namely the west coast my family in california my family in oregon and washington i mean they're going to run for they're going to basically just run with it and make people's lives a living hell like they did the last time now fortunately i'm in a place that more than likely will not engage in lockdowns and that's florida and this is going to make me this is one of the main reasons i was coming to florida that i moved here because we didn't have to deal with all the wackadoodle mandates and everything else and try and i'm just going no no 
it was bad enough. It's like when I go to a doctor's office and it's like, oh, you need to wear a mask. I'm like, and you need a psychiatric eval because you're nuts. And it could just get downright ornery and, and just ugly if they try to bring it back again here in, in parts of Florida. I'm like, oh, hell no. You people aren't worth it. None of you. And there's going to be people who are going to be even angrier than I am. So I'm just going, man, don't, I'm, I'm pretty cool. I'm pretty cool with the fact that I don't think between Governor DeSantis, which is one of the few things he did right, um, but he really needs to get his sorry tail back to Tallahassee and be governor because his presidential bid is just, with so many others, it's going up in smoke. I mean, a, a lot of these folks need to just get out of the race now. Now, before the second debate. They're not, they're, their money's going to dry up. There's not going to be any support. And especially with Trump right now going through all he's going through. Y'all are done. Done, done, done. But I don't know. I mean, I know what I see, I know what I think, but oh well, what can you do on that one? Uh, but my friends, whew, we are definitely having another really hot weekend here in beautiful North Florida, but 100 degrees just kind of gets a little, or close to 100 that's just nuts and unfortunately I I can't I'd love to find a beach but I'm afraid I won't be able to get to one anytime soon but my friends as we end this uh, week of adventures in podcasting uh, just wanted to let y'all know that please tell your friends subscribe to we just ask you to subscribe to our podcast we're on all podcasting platforms Big, small, and in between. Uh, just let just look for in black and right, or my name, Jerry Brooks, and subscribe. Get notifications and all that, because we might have to be going to a little bit of a different schedule with with pod, with our po- broadcasts and podcasts, because it's only 2023 folks and it's really nuts (laughs) we might end up having to go to six days a week monday through saturday but if that happens we will let you know about it uh we'll be putting notifications on our website so take care everybody god bless you guys have a wonderful weekend be safe out there whatever you do and as always remember patriots come in all colors.